Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, June 28th, 2011. And even though we don't have twins, Basil, twins, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. So, Jesus H. Back in the car. Back in the car and back on old mics and. Jerry rig system. <laughs> yeah, you try to get all new and fancy on it. <laughs> uh, you open yeah, up a whole new can of worms. In fact, here, let me turn it down just a little bit more. Yeah, I, uh, somehow... Chalk one up for the Luddites. Yeah, somehow I thought that, like, having new mics and, you know, really streamline our system, but really it just fucked up the audio. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. You really gotta go basic, if I guess, if you're gonna record in the car. Yeah, it's... You can't it's start getting fancy. Ooh, lab mics and it, <laughs> new computers and good systems. You know, I what remember... What the fuck was I thinking? I remember in band rehearsal, uh, we used to... You record on this tiny little, you know, like, uh, keyboard push-button type, uh... Yeah. Tape recorder. Yeah. And we just put it in in this kind of central spot and we got amazing recordings from it. Really? Just remarkable little recordings from it. Wow. And then we got all fancy and plugged it in through the board and it took us months to get the sound just right. To get the sound right. Yeah. Well, lesson learned. Don't fuck with the audio if you have it going well. <laughs> uh, I guess it's really... Yeah. Oh, really that's, that is the lesson. Too. That's the lesson. Uh, so... What was I going to say? Oh, I know what you were going to say. What? Our ad. Oh, yeah, our ad from Smodcast is terrific. <laughs> Aw, it was so nice. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun to hear it. it was you fun. know, we may not get, if we don't get one more listener, yeah. it was fun to hear Jay and uh, Kevin, Jason and Kevin. Talk about how they wish we were dead so they could see Exactly. Our yeah, totally worth uh, Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, suggest uh, other people buy their ads. Oh, I mean, I already have. I mean, it's just such a bargain. You can't can't yeah. believe it. So, uh, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was awfully swell of them. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So. Um, I did notice we peaked a little bit today. We what? We we had a spike today. Oh really? Yeah, in uh, in clicks and. It was like 19 reach or something, so oh, people right. actually yeah, clicking so on the link. Somebody's actually paying attention. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I know. That was fun. Yeah. Um, so, I... What the fuck is going on with Vermont and, uh, you know, just becoming totally kind of... We're cracking down on cigarettes. We're trying to get free parking for the, you know, city council. Uh, you know, when, uh... Well, you know, it is when the... When did we become so it's, Washington, D.C.? It's the people versus the government. Yeah. And we just... We're we're in a down phase. We're losing right now. Okay. Um, hopefully there'll be a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll, uh, you know, we'll pick up sticks and, and rocks and stuff and... And you know, storm the and and pitchforks. Right. And uh, us all down with their AK-47s. Well, they might, they might. But you know, even in China, you know, you think about it. That one little guy with his grocery bags. Those tank drivers didn't want to run him over. 
Right. They they knew they they knew it was wrong. They knew it was it was in their gut. They knew it was wrong. Yeah. And and they didn't. You know, he stopped a column of tank tanks. In Tiananmen Square. This was during Tiananmen Square. Yes, on the way to Tiananmen Square. Right. Huh. That one dude. He knew it was wrong that they shouldn't be storming those protesters at Tiananmen Square. He stood in front of a column of tanks, and they knew that running that guy over with their tanks would be wrong. Wow, can you imagine the cojones on that guy? Man, oh man. I, he had to, I think the deal was he had to carry them. They were so large, he had to carry them in grocery bags by his side. Wh wait, his, wh wait. his cojones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they had to ride shotgun on the way. Yeah, they were too big to fit in his pants. He had to have two shopping bags. Yeah. You can see him there in that picture, stopping the column of tanks, holding his balls in the bag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, I you think they're groceries? That's why I said groceries because they look like groceries, you but like, no, like those are his that. balls. Yeah. Yeah. But no. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Things are getting a little fucked up around here. I'm not liking it. Yeah, the taxes going nutty on the cigarettes, you know, that's just a... Well, and, like, people are going to, I mean, we're going to lose some businesses, right? Because, like, the people who are on the border of New Hampshire, where they're lowering cigarette taxes, and Vermont are just, they're going to go over to New Hampshire and be like, oh, we can get our cigarettes, you know, it's you know, a buck cheaper over here. You know, it's possible that we make it difficult for some businesses. It, you know that that's the kind of hyperbole. This fucker is in my lane. Jesus! Holy! Like twelve years old? Holy cow! That was that guy was just in my lane. Yeah. Jesus I had to pull Christ. over on his shoulder to avoid an accident. Jesus Christ! Jesus! Man, that guy. Uh, that guy nearly ended it all. Yeah, for both of us. Yeah. I'm more pissed about us. Oh, infinitely. I think uh, Darwin needs to that guy. That guy that can guy. go kill himself later down the road if he wants. But um, I I lost my train of that. You know, nearly oh. dying makes you lose your train of thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were talking about hyperbolic. Uh, oh, hyperbole. I was talking about hyperbole. You know, that's the kind of hyperbole that that people use. You know, because they, uh, you know, it's hot rhetoric. Okay. Now, I, it, you know, it's there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. You know, you look at a thing like raising the tax on cigarettes. There's a lot of things going on here. Okay. Uh, first of all, it's just a way for the state to raise revenue. Sure. So that's number one. That's what the state is thinking. Yeah. We'll get more money out of it. Number two, for a short while. It Those won't last. Bastards. Yeah, it won't last forever because people will do do things. They'll they'll quit. Some will quit. You know, some mildly positive side effect. Right. Uh, or they'll take up other vices that don't. You know, they'll switch to pot or something. You know, they'll take up other vices that don't have the tax attached. Sure. Some will. Yeah, pot's tax free. You know, they will switch to rolling their own or something. You know, they'll they'll make changes to avoid the tax. Yeah. Uh, you think they'll quit smoking? No. Nobody quits smoking. Uh, they'll just... Or they'll bear the burden and they'll pay a higher tax. Right. So, so, so that's it. So some will bear the burden and just pay the higher tax. Mostly the poor. 
Mm-hmm. Mostly poor people. Yeah. They'll just suck it up. Yep. Pay the higher tax, bitch yep. and moan about how their lives are miserable. Yep. And that will be the end of it. They're pol- politically completely ineffectual as individuals. Uh, they're more. Their purpose politically is to be shills and pawns right. for uh, politicians who claim to be fighting on their behalf. They're the proles. They're the proles. Yeah. And but but they're used. They're useful Look proles. Look at me. Look at how smart I am. I used a 1984 reference. There you go, proletarian. Oh, proles. Uh, so, but they're, Yay but they're, me and my big brain. but they're useful. They're useful because you can say, you know, these poor people, uh, they don't have, cause we've taxed them out of exit. No, but, but they don't, <laughs> they don't have, they don't have what you have. So therefore we can get them, you know, we can rally them to take what you have. That's essentially what it boils down to. Rabble, rabble, rabble. What you've worked hard for, sure, and they've worked not at all for. Yeah, we can gather them up as a mob, a democratic mob, to take from you. Okay. Uh, which we take by force, by the way. Nobody, nobody would pay their taxes if there weren't a threat attached. Therefore, taxes are taken by force, and maybe a few people would, but it's a very uh, slim group. Yeah. Um, It'd be only the truest of true patriots. <laughs> well, it's not even patriots. It's people with a sort of a twisted sense of conscience. Uh, that, oh, you know, they'd be like a charity kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it would be. It would be charity. Um, Which is exactly what it is, but it's a forced charity, and therefore it's a tax. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> and there is no such thing as forced charity. If they're taking it from you, it's not charity. Right. Uh, yeah, this thing just stays in my ear to nil. You don't like that? Well, it's working because like it's still. Your new me ones up, are coming tomorrow. I know. Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. No, that'll be great. Yeah, we'll be back to the old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old fucking microphone uh, broke, okay. threw it away. Like, oh, no worries. We have these new fancy mics. Right. Right. Oh, and then that then. Noise. Alright, just buy the old three, ones two, again. Two or three weeks of audio There's hell. There's $100 I'll never see again. Two or three weeks of audio hell. Yeah. They work fine inside. They do. The they work great inside. Yeah. The new mics, yeah. So where was, I, where was I going on my tirade? Uh, you were talking about how they'd take it by force. Uh, it's not a tax. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was saying is what, be, what, what effect it'll have. So... Some schmucks will just pay higher taxes. Yeah. They'll pay more to the government for no for, and get no more. Right. Uh, s- some people will quit or find alternatives sure. for their money. Some people will jump across the border. Yeah. Uh, in which case they'll get their cigarettes even cheaper. Right. And but the, and you know Indians. but but we can't all do that. You know we can't all like. You know, the New Hampshire border is pretty far from Burlington. We're not doing that. You know what we need around here? Nice Indian reservation. Where you can go and get the cheap smokes. Maybe you know, a, I used to do that. I used to do that in Montreal. Bit. When I smoked in Montreal, I would stop in Ganawagi and get the yeah. get the cheap smokes. Yeah. I'd bring them in for everybody. Hey, uh, everybody. The cheap smokes are here. That's it. Yeah. Uh... So and so, some people will uh, will jump across the border. So the little border depeners, what do you call them in this country? Convenience stores. Convenience stores, yeah. 
I like debonair better. I kind of do too. Rolls off the tongue nicer. Yeah, I know. It sounds like what it is. Sort of, yeah. 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 Uh, so the, the little, so the, so that's what we're going to call them. The little depeneurs, yeah. uh, uh, next to the border yeah. will suffer. Sure. They won't, probably won't go out of business, but it'll make it more. And those, that, if you're on the border, if you're, if you're financially on, on the border yeah. and physically on the border, that pr- might, that could, that could push you over. Yeah. Because uh, I think cigarette sales are a pretty big deal for like little gas stations and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't imagine they make much money on them though. Uh, I think they do. You know they they make a I think they make a regular amount, so it's a f- sum they can kind of count on. Yeah. But that whole cigarette business is kind of fucked up anyway. But let me tell you, I talked to somebody who was in the industry, and uh, you know, like just. Those those convenience stores are the uh, cigarette company's whipping boys. Well, that's true. That's true because they want the smokes. Sm- well, yeah, they they need the smokes. Yeah. And you know the the cigarette companies can, are essentially, I mean, when there's new product, you know, they don't know how it'll sell. Like, uh, yeah, you have to give uh, you have to give this product prime real estate. Uh, you know, we're gonna pay you a stipend to put it like on the on the first display shelf you see. You know, but they don't give them any choice about it. If you want to carry Marlboro, you gotta fucking yeah, you gotta do this. carry you their new carry Camel cigarettes. You gotta carry blah blah. blah right, the yeah. new wides. Yeah, you don't put the wides in. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I. I got mixed feelings about that. You gotta carry the new Al Capones. Ooh, those right. are classy cigarettes. <laughs> Trying to get an upscale market. Coming in tin and everything. Trying to get an upscale market yeah. for those. Uh, Mobsters. <laughs> classy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I got mixed feelings about you know that kind of thing because the de- the de- can just say, "Well, screw you. I'll carry." Uh, you know the other brand, Lucky Strikes or whatever. Yeah, uh, Lucky Strikes are the only cigarette I think you can get now without a filter, unless you roll your own. Really? Yeah. So, uh, anyways, did somebody see us doing the ride? Uh, I don't know how they would know since somebody stole our magnets. Yeah. Fuckers! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Things are twenty bucks a pop. We gotta pony up some some dough for some extra magnets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. So that that's what's gonna happen. So you know, all this brouhaha. Well done. For, <laughs> for good word. For good what word. will be a short-term pick of the public's pocket. Right. That's it. That's it. Aww. You know. And as for the free parking. That is super bogus. Oh, God. Uh, th- there will be j- tremendous upheaval, I feel. I mean, there will be heard? no upheaval. Well, People don't give a fucking damn. They live too well, no, 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 and no, so no, they no, put no, up no. with that's, shit. That's not true. That's not true. Parking is a big fucking deal to people. And what's more is that, uh, I mean, you read the comments that they sent into the news. There was not one that was like, oh, come on. They're the commissioners of the, you know, they're the city council. They deserve a perk. They deserve a perk. It was all like, fuck no. If they don't pay, we don't pay. Yeah, I know. But I think. uh, But you don't think anyone will. You know what we have now? No one will live up to that. You know what we have now? We have uh, 
virtual activism. That's what we have now. People hop on their computers, type furiously until their fingers start to bleed, and feel like they've done a thing. <laughs> That's what we have. That's what's going on there. You know, they feel like oh, I really let them have it. I, 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 I. I typed in I, such a word. I was email. naked. I was just laying around my house naked, uh, sucking on my, sucking on my, sucking on a beer. Uh, and, watching, and my new watching, watching, uh, wait, what, what would you be watching? Second on a beer. Watching American Idol. How about MasterChef? No. No? No, no. That's too erudite. Uh, they're watching, uh, okay. <laughs> they're watching, uh, they're watching really, American really Idol. Laying into the, uh... They're watching American Idol or The Biggest Loser. Right. Um, because previously to that show, they thought they were The Biggest Loser. And now they feel better because they realize somebody else is out. the biggest loser. Yeah. Uh, which is really a twisted irony, by the way. <laughs> uh, so that's it. So they're sitting down there, they're sucking back their beer. Right. And the news comes on, and the remote's on the other side of the, the sofa. So they don't change it right away. So they don't change it right away. So they happen to hear the story about the, the parking. And uh, they get one of their kids to run over and get their netbook. Yeah. And they. Uh, I'm they, gonna do something smack about this. Out, they smack out a you know a 176 word uh, tweet, <laughs> tweet, word tweet. <laughs> 140 word tweet, or and then they think they they said I really showed them. No, it's 140 characters. Whatever. Might be. 140 character tweet. Yeah, 140 words. That would be impressive. Yeah. No, 140 character tweet. <laughs> that's, that's almost a full paragraph <laughs> right there. Uh, you know, our comment on the website, on the news channel's website. Sure. Um, What's which, a page? Page is 250 words, right? Double spaced? Roughly. Yeah. And uh, and they 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 really feel like they've they've uh, you know they've participated in in uh, in the polity. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they really feel like an active, active member of society. Yeah, rah rah. S- standing up for their rights. Uh, Look at all the tweeting I've done. That's right. In they support joined, of this. They joined the. Cause. They joined the million blog march. Yeah. Although, I mean, I will say that if done uh, properly, it can be pretty impressive. You know, like in Egypt. You know, Tom. Oh, which reminds me, yeah. I heard about this thing. I actually heard about this on the Kevin Smith podcast. But they've got internet in a box now. You know it's already in a box? Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, like, they put it in, like, a briefcase so that if a country if a country decides to shut down the internet... What does it have? Uh, well, how, how, what's its communication technique? Uh, well, I'm not quite sure. It's got to be expensive. It's got to be satellite, right? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a few hundred thousand dollars or something like that. But... I mean, if you're running a revolution, that's you know, that's maybe a good investment. Yeah, but it essentially allows you you turn it on, and all of a sudden you have enough internet to power a small country. Oh, you mean you can share internet? Yeah. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, fucking impressive, right? That is impressive. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Internet so you can box. so you can just sort of set up your own internet. Can they triangulate on you eventually? Do you have to stay on the move? Uh, 
I, I don't know if it's actually connecting to the World Wide Web. You're probably you could probably run yourself through a proxy and never be found. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, there's got to be some sort of energy source. You got to be communicating with a satellite. You got to right, be broadcasting. Fine. fine, you put it in a great big building with a bunch of armed guards, and if they have to attack it, then they got to make it. You know, and then it, you make it dangerous. I think you just stay on the move, don't you? You put you it in a van. On, yeah. You put well, it in a van. It, they said it like comes in the a thing the size of like a large briefcase. That is awesome. Yeah. That is very good news. Yeah. Because we're probably going to need those here in not too couple long. of generations. Obama. <laughs> <When> Obama <laughs> no, it won't have anything. Won't have anything switch. to do with Obama. No, that's true. Yeah, but yes, Obama bad, will. Yeah. Obama will lay the groundwork with his internet kill switch. Right. Which we haven't spoken about since the first episode. No way. That was that was. That was episode one. That wasn't episode one. <laughs> I was think it, it was. No fucking. I, I was. Way. I, I, the only reason I happened to know that is because I was reading through. You know, I was taking a look really? at our website. We talked about that episode one. I, I find that hard to. The believe. internet kill switch. Well, you no. check it out anyway. I think uh, episode two. Other maybe. people can't check it out because that that episode is barely audible. But right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, mm. that was our first first foray. Yeah, we should take another look at that and see if we see can if we can't clean up the audio. Yeah. All right. Uh, but you talked about Egypt. Just... You talked about Egypt, and you make my point. See, life was getting pretty shit in Egypt for people. Sure. And but it's when life is cushy and comfortable. Nobody does anything. Nobody. The best you can hope for is that somebody, you know, waddles over to their keyboard and types out a protest. Right. A virtual protest. A protest. Sure. <laughs> if you haven't got time, test? if you haven't got time to say virtual, a protest. I do not. I, I'm, I'm You're a man on the go. I know. I know. Yeah. Every second I have is precious. <laughs> All right. There's a sure. lot going on here. Get out of this guy's way while he paints the lines in the road. Yeah, they're doing that all over town. That is irritating as hell, by the way. Why can't they do it at night? Uh, I think they should get, uh, when they catch a graffiti artist, they ought to make him do that. <laughs> that would be uh, He can even sign it for that'd all I a, care. That'd be a poetic irony. He can even sign it for all I care. Yeah, right at the end. Banksy. Which reminds me, I saw. Which reminds me, I saw funny Banksy. Uh, you know who that guy is? No. Who Banksy is? Who the hell's Banksy? He's this uh, uh, British artist who does these, who does graffiti all over Britain, drives the cops nuts. You didn't want to. Uh, you didn't want to uh, go with Jean-Michel Basquiat. No, no. That, I, I, you know, I, I seen that guy stuff. I am not impressed. Really? I really, I don't care for that. I think he's dead anyway. Banksy, on the other hand, funny as hell. So he had the two lines going down the street, Yeah. and then they just went up a building. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. And he has this rat that's sort of his signature. Yeah. Anyway, you ought to check it. Oh, by the way, there. I, the reason why I know about Banksy is because I was watching... Were you looking at the street art page? No. That's kind of, that's a cool thing. Street there's, art page? Yeah, there's a whole page of like people doing street art, like they paint the side of buildings and like or just like little tiny sculptures like there's a like a light post that was uh falling over a little bit 
and somebody made like a little clay figure and tied a rope to the figure and then tied a rope to the street post and made it look like he was pulling it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds banksy yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of the stuff up there could be his work. And anyway, yeah, I I watched this this uh this documentary. Yeah. About graffiti artists. Really? A- and yeah. And uh this one particular guy in uh, I think he's in LA or Southern California somewhere. Soco. Yeah, and uh, thanks, because I don't have time to say Southern and California. You're Jesus welcome. Christ, two big, long, multi-syllabic words. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> so I'm just I'm looking out for your best interest. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I know you're a busy man. Keeping you're me on the go. go. Yeah. And uh, so he, it, it's about this French dude. Yeah. Who uh, becomes obsessed with a movie camera, and just starts filming everything, everywhere, all the time. And he becomes interested. I'll get the name of it because it's really bizarre and worth watching. But he gets hooked. He gets involved with street artists, and then begins to do street art himself. And then sets up a big show and sells his paintings for just like, you know. And he's just. He, it's weird because he's got. It's very naive art. Right. Uh. Anyway, I'll I'll get the name of it, and right. so we can. I'll tell you. In the next half of the episode. Yeah, let's get to work. Uh, yeah. Hey, there we go. Woohoo! We're even getting some ambient noise now. Meow. Should I get my window open? I guess. Wait, say something? Hello! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, may want to move your mic a little closer to your mouth, but other than that, I'd say we're good. Hello! Yeah, we're good to go. Let's do this, puppy. Uh, oh, yeah, so... Here we go. Yeah. Here's something to talk about. Okay. Uh, I went to uh, I went to the Twitter. Who doesn't twi- love the Twitter? <laughs> the Twitter today, and asked uh, and asked for topics to talk about on the ride home. Sure. Uh, and uh, honky underscore b underscore cool. Honky be cool. Honky be cool. Yeah. Uh, Said uh, it said to talk about how the NBA and the NFL lockout is selfish on both sides and affecting. More middle class than athletes. Now, now those would be uh, I, sporting events. When I initially saw this, I was like, "Oh, the uh, NBA and the NFL." I know nothing about those <laughs> two organizations. Uh, you know what the problem is? Is that yeah. both you and I are pussies when it comes to sports. That's really true. That's the truth. And and so the thing is, is like I went to, I went to look, um, or and you know, so I didn't know anything. I didn't even know there was a fucking lockout in the in the works. So that's how little I knew about the situation. But so you weren't overly concerned for fans or players. For fans or players, but being the uh, magnificent podcaster I am, we nerd. Sure, I did some research. Okay, yeah. And I what did learned. You come up with? I learned about the lockout because oh, you did, eh? because I wanted to uh, to address. You know, a fucking fan. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the one guy we don't know who subscribes to our podcast <laughs> uh, wanted us to talk about this thing. So I learned. Here's what's going on. So tell me what's up. Uh, every, well, I can't remember exactly how often it is or what the interval is, but every in, at a certain period of time, I think it's every, it's either every couple of years or every year or whatever. Uh, the owners of the teams and the 
Uh, now, for people who follow sports, this is going to be boring as so. hell. For people who don't follow sports? No, who do follow sports. They're going to let me like, yeah, so what time No, 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 they like care that? about this. Oh, yeah, well. Know, but they already know about it, don't they? Yeah, I mean, okay. maybe they do and maybe they don't. I mean, right. but yes. Yeah, so well, I don't know about it, so tell me. Right, so uh, there's a, uh, I can't remember, it's like a CB, it's a uh, something, it's an agreement that both sides come to on what they're going to be paid for the next season. So it must be season, seasonally. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, but there's a, an acronym or something for it. It's a CBA or something sure. like that. Um, and so, but they reached this agreement on uh, what the players, like what percentage of the profits the players are going to receive. And, 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 in other words, be paid. So players get a cut of the profits? Yes, in fact, that's where their salary comes from. No, I, but I thought they negotiated for a salary. They do. This is the negotiation. But they, I thought they just, like, you know, you said, we're going to take you and we'll give you four million bucks a year. Right. Then they do do that. And that's why, and that's why these agreements have to be made because the owners of the, the team. the owners get the profits. They have to pay their salaries. Right. And then anything they make that's over and above what they have to pay in salaries, they get as profits. Exactly. And so what, how this works is they agree to pay the players something ahead of time. And the players agree to that, and then hopefully they make enough to pay everybody. Sure. Yeah. Well, they have to make enough to pay everybody, or they go bankrupt. Exactly. Okay. And and so, uh, and so usually for the past I think twenty four years, this has all been going very smoothly. Sure. Relatively. I will assume that it's we'll been going. We'll assume that it's been going at least smooth enough, but well, and maybe not 24 years because I think in 2004 and in 2005 uh, they had a similar. They, you know, there was the, another the NFL missed some seasons. That's the NFL. Okay. So far, you, the NBA, the NFL. Oh yeah, I was. Those the, are I the you two. Said the NHL. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, the ahead. NHL about seven years ago had a lockout. Okay. Okay. Now, what happens during one of these lockouts is that the owners and the players can't come to an agreement on how many millions of dollars they should be paid. And beer sales plummet. No fucking kidding. They shut shit down. Games don't happen. Everything shuts down. The owners don't let the teams work, and uh, and and they won't pay them. Okay. So here's the really fucked up thing: is that. This happens for a little while. When everything gets settled, the players get their money and the owners get paid because what happens is, is uh, I was reading a lot about how the owners don't really get paid if they shut down the season, but that's not really true because they have these TV contracts that say that they get paid whether a game airs or not. Okay. okay. But that, okay. That, that's only if there is a game to air though, right? No. No, they get paid whether there's games to air or no games to air. Okay. All so right. it's a little bit... So what's happening is... But you're not going to get that two years in a row if you start not delivering games. Well, exactly. So, But for one year, they could pull down $4.5 billion or something to that effect. Sweet! And not have to pay their players. Awesome. Yes, exactly. But, but with no games and no players getting paid... Help the fans suffer. Not only do the fans suffer because the fans, if you, so let's let's say you buy season tickets ahead of time. Oh, you're fucked. You are fucked. Let's say you're the guy who runs the beer stand at the stadium. You're fucked. You're fucked. 
Let's say you're the guy who sells tickets at the booth. You're fucked. You're fucked. Let's say you're the sh little shop down the road that sells, uh, you know, the, you know, Packers paraphernalia. You're, you're fucked. fucked. Let's say, yeah. So all these people whose jobs depend, if a lockout happens, about a hundred uh, and fifteen thousand jobs just go away. So a lot of people getting fucked. Uh, but nobody getting off. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. So lots of lots except of the owners. Lots of fucking going on. Right. Nobody getting off. Okay. Except for the owners. Even the team. Well, the teams don't really. The players don't really get fucked because they get their money in the end anyway when they come to an agreement. They get their salaries. Right. But in the meantime, everybody's getting fucked. Okay. And. Yeah, okay, I can see that being bad. Yeah. I can see that being bad. And, but they they must ultimately want to come to agreement. I mean, otherwise they have nothing. And what if they do come to agreement? Then don't the fans get fucked again, too, because they got to pay for it? Uh, like prices of tickets go up and prices of... Well, uh, yeah, and this is the fucking retarded thing, is that, like, the players are getting all up in a snit because they're not going to make... Now, what's uh, an average player make in the, say, NBA? Oh, God, there's a minimum of, like, $1.4 million. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm all making right. that up, but I know it's ridiculous. Well, there's a There's an actual say, minimum. Let's say for the moment that it's a million bucks. Okay. Okay, let's say it's a moment, for a moment it's a million bucks. Okay. If you're making a million bucks a year... Yeah. You should be smiling all the time. There should be no argument. Right. Now, it's true that you don't want to get fucked out of profits and stuff like that if the manager's screwing you over or whatever, or they're making you know billions off your millions, um, and you want to fight for that. But I guess you do. Okay. All right. So here's here's what the minimum. Okay. So I was uh, I was off by quite a bit. Uh, Seven hundred thousand. No, it's it's more like for a rookie, the okay. minimum salary as of the 2007 uh, season, I guess. I don't know how much it's changed since then. Okay, so in 2007, let's assume that it's gone up. Yeah, let's assume that it's gone up because it probably has. But it was two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. Dollars a year. So right. three hundred thousand dollars a year for a rookie right. for a ship player. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a ship player, but a rookie. Yeah. Okay. Let me fill up the tank with gas. And we'll come back to this? Uh, on my uh, salary that's not nearly that much. <laughs> and then I'll tell you what I think about somebody who's making that much for a salary. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what I'm saying. So, well, before you get started on that, I, I did a little more research. In 2007... While we were eating our uh, creamies. While we were eating our creamies. our soft serve ice cream. When you were filling up gas. Uh, we took a look, and it, in 2007, a brand new a rookie made... The lowest a rookie could make was two eighty five. Right. Uh, 285000 The next year, it was 295000 The okay. next year, it was... Three, ten, nine. Yeah. Yeah. The next year it was three twenty-five. The next year it was three thir three forty. Yeah. Okay. So it's so been going up fifteen thousand dollars every year. Suffice it. It's been going up about what I make every year. Suffice it to say that in the 
country's worst recession since the Great Depression. Yeah. It's gone up ten over $10,000 a year. Yes. Okay. So Okay, and that and okay, that's just a rookie that's a player with no experience. None. Right. No experience. A player with experience can pretty much quadruple that. Okay. So it, triple and, it. and again, triple it. look, look, I am Captain Capitalist. Captain Cabby the Capitalist. Right. Uh, so I never begrudge anybody what they make. Right. And I don't think you owe anybody any of that money. Sure. Just let me Because they pay you what they're willing to pay you for the job you do. You got it. Right. So, and, but, you know, by the same token, you've got to... You've got to be willing to put it on the line. Sure. And if you say, if you put it on the line and can't get more for it, well, then you don't get more for it. Sure. Right? You get what you get. You get what the market is willing to bear. Right. And so, <laughs> so with that said, yeah. let me just tell you, if you're making $300,000 a year. Right. Okay. And every year for the last five during the country's greatest recession since the Great Depression, yeah. your salary has gone up, which, by the way, mine has not. Right. Then, then you should be smiling all the time. Now, <laughs> if you... <laughs> you should be tap dancing your way to the bank and smiling all the... You should, they should, it should be, like, hard for me to make you frown. Right. Like, I pee on your Rosemobile. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll I, get the boy to I, watch that. I, that's right. I, I, the I, young uh, man at the at the car wash. My dog takes a shit on your lawn. You're like, oh, no worries. You know, like you should really, you should be happy all the time. It should really take a lot to piss you off. Right. And and it I, while I say go get all the money you can get, you know, negotiate with your with with the owners, uh, you know, fight with them, whatever you have to do, threaten to, threaten to quit or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. whatever it takes for you to get the maximum free, maximum amount for your job, whatever you do from your owner, from your boss, yeah. whatever it takes, maybe you got to collectively bargain, maybe you got to get your pals to threaten to quit too, whatever it is, right. go ahead and do it. Okay. But don't come bitching to me about it. Right. Because you've gotten raises in the last three years more than I make. Right. Or four years or whatever. Five years. Sure. That's, I'm just not going to have any sympathy for you. Right. You know? And I want you to get a lot of money and we love what you do and you're very talented. Blah, blah, blah. And you make 300 plus thousand dollars a year. And a lot, and the really good guys, the guys that really make us smile and that we enjoy and we like to see play, those guys are making millions. Right. Smile all the time. Yeah. Sign all the autographs. Yeah. Always with a great big smile. When somebody interrupts you at a restaurant, right. be pleasant. Yeah. Be polite. You know, now if What's it cost you? What does it cost if you? If they're harassing you, you know, you can be you can say, you know, listen, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm trying to have dinner with my family. I signed your autograph. Now please go away. Right. You know? But be polite. Be nice. Be smile. Yeah. Smile. It, it costs you nothing. Smile. Because that nothing. poor smock who's asking for your autograph, that sucker, if he's an average American, 
with an, a family of four, he's making $45,000 a year. Okay, so that being said, uh, these guys are trying to negotiate. They're, they're essentially saying, we won't sign the contract unless you pay us more. And the owners are saying, we're not going to pay you more. In fact, we're trying to make cutbacks, so we might pay you less. And the players are like, no, 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 we're not going to play for less, you know. So, and, but now, this conflict is essentially shutting down the whole system, and people who are not even involved in these fucking negotiations are going to lose their jobs. Right, I know. So, you know, now, that, what's the obligation there? Well, they, they have no obligation. They have no obligation. Uh, the owners don't owe people a team. Okay. You know, go start your own fucking team. Right. You know? But you can't, because it takes a lot of money and a huge investment and a big risk. Right. Okay? And the owners have that money, and they take those, make those investments, and they have those risks. Right. Now, I don't know how much they're making. I'm going to have to go and watch the replacements. I don't know how much they're making. Yeah. Okay? But presumably, they're making lots of money. But if they're not making lots of money, if they're if they're in fact losing money and having to put money into those franchises, yeah, then they have an absolutely legitimate point. Right. You know, they say I can't fucking pay you. What uh, can I, think, I do? I, I can't think, pay you. I think the and, speculation on this. And in fact, I have to. I can't, because I can't pay you. I can't let you play. Right. You I, know. I think the speculation on this <laughs> is that that they're making a grab. That they're making a grab because they know if they don't pay their if they don't pay their players, uh, and they have these contracts with the TV, They're not that the owners can take four point yeah four point five billion dollars, not have to do anything, and then just well, if that's pick what it up again if that's next what year. they're doing, then they're shite. Right. They're shitheads, and you know. But what what can I tell you? Like, why don't the players just get together and just go play by their own? Have a co-op. Own their own team. They could be, you know, it could be uh, player-owned. Right. Just go start your own damn team. Why not? Because they wouldn't make as much. Why not? Maybe they'd make more. Theoretically, they'd make more. Presumably, the owners hope to make some money at some point, right? Presumably. Or do they just do it for the philanthropy, for the fun of it? <laughs> the joy of saying, I own I own uh, a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, all right. Touche. So, go up, go start your own. You know why? I don't even know why the players need the owners. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I don't even know why they need them. I'll have to do more research. Yeah, I boot them out. Yeah, you know? but it, but if you do find that you need them, right, then you must negotiate with them. Yes, you know, and you know these TV stations that are paying them, even though they're not playing. Uh, you know, that's I just, just can't. I, I can't <clears throat> imagine myself saying like, "Okay, you, uh, you're gonna pay me uh, millions of dollars a year, you know, but like, to play a game I love, you know, right? Presumably, I've been doing it since <laughs> I was a little kid. I've been playing this game. Sure. I love the game. <laughs> you're paying me just fucking insane amounts of money to play the game." Essentially, I could play for one year and never have to work again for the rest of my life. Right. Uh, 
Oh, what the fuck are they bitching about? Well, I know, but uh, I mean, okay, yes, you. Oh, you you have to drop my salary from nine million dollars to eight million dollars. Oh God, this is devastating. I know, I know, and that's kind of the way I feel about it. You know, and I know that. Uh, I you know I hope. You know I hope uh, I hope Honky be cool. Who, yeah. pro who presumably knows something about uh, sports, which right. is why he's interested in the thing. Probably. Uh, no. Maybe we'll have some <laughs> advice for us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll, because we speak out of total ignorance here, because yeah. neither of us are sports people. Right. <clears throat> um, I could talk to you about musicians and how they get paid all day long. Sure. But uh, and and entertainers and that kind of thing. But I can't talk to you about how sports people get paid or how the, even the business begins to work. And I'm hoping that somebody comes up and sets it straight. Now, speaking out of ignorance has never slowed us down before, and it's not slowing us down now. Nope. <laughs> but, and uh, never will. And never will. So we're happy to talk about any topic. We need not know anything about it. Sure. Uh, I'm prepared to speculate all goddamn day. <laughs> but uh, I do appreciate you doing your homework on it. Yeah. That was, that was very good. Yeah. I figured I'd better bone up before I go. I don't want to go in completely ignorant, just uh, mostly ignorant. But, but you know, I mean, if you, you know, if you're the fans, you know, you are, you, you're, you're getting boned a bit. But here's the deal. Okay, here's, here's a similar idea. So you're yeah. a fan of, uh, I don't know, pick, pick me some big M.O.R. named music artist. Um, um, uh, you're a fan of. Uh, I don't know, Lady Gaga? There you go, Lady Gaga. So you're a huge Lady Gaga fan. And, <laughs> oh, and you love it. clearly not our you friend. Sit by the, you sit by the edge of your seat in anticipation of each new Lady Gaga CD or song or whatever. And Lady Gaga makes a deal with RCA Records. And RCA Records tells Lady Gaga, I'm going to... I'm gonna produce, you know, your album, and, uh, and or I'm gonna make you a deal. We're gonna give you a uh, hundred thousand dollars, let's say, for your for. I, that's not very much money. <laughs> but we're we're gonna give you just a hundred thousand dollars for recording your next song. There you go. Okay, a song. One song. And uh, that's fine. And then. We uh, may release it. We don't have to release it. Okay. Okay. But we own that song. We're gonna own that song. Right. <laughs> and so the record company says, uh, and that's the deal. But and we can do what we want with the song. We have publishing rights for it. We can use it any way we see fit. Okay. So you. Uh, Lady Gaga does it. She gets her money. She's very happy. One day in the studio, hundred thousand dollars. Nice day's work. Yeah. And uh, then the the publishing company or the uh, you know the production house. Sure. R Did I say RCA? Yeah. So RCA uh, makes a deal with uh, Crest Toothpaste. Yeah. And uh, because the song. Uh, that Lady Gaga wrote was uh, "You Got One Hell of a Smile." Sure. And uh, they decide to sell it to Crest to use in an ad. Crest to use in an ad. Right. But it's only gonna—they're only gonna use a small part of it, and they don't want it coming out as a regular song just for the ad. Sure. So the whole song that was done, you're, as a fan, as a Gaga fan, yeah, you're never gonna 
You'll never hear, You'll that, never hear that song time. except in the Crest ad. Sure. So you're getting screwed. Yeah. Right? Theoretically. Theoretically. Theoretically, you're getting screwed. Lady Gaga got her money. She's like a pit. She's pissed. Right. She says, are you kidding me? You sold it for a million dollars. You only paid me a hundred thousand dollars for it. I had no idea you were going to sell it for a million dollars. Right. You know, they say, yeah, we sold it for a million dollars. Aren't we clever? And we only bought it for for a hundred thousand dollars. But at the time when we offered to pay you a hundred thousand dollars, you were fucking pretty happy. Right. Right. Oh, now you're all finished and out of shape because we're we're clever business. Well, we turned around to sell it for a million. Next time. Yeah. They want Lady Gaga. Guess what it's going to cost them? Million fucking dollars. $700,000. Right. $500,000. Half a million bucks. Right. Right? And she can do that. And she can say, look, I know you can turn around and sell it for a million bucks. You get half. I get half. Nobody's the wiser. Right. Right? Fans get screwed again. <laughs> right? But, uh... So, essentially, fans get screwed. Is that what we've come to? Fans get ultimately, screwed. No. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, in all walks of life, if you're a fan, you get screwed. Okay, why? Yeah. Why? Okay, why? Okay. Yeah. Because you're getting screwed. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you do have some power. Like, for example, the fans uh, can just choose not to listen to Lady Gaga anymore right. after they're pissed off. Uh, yeah. After right. They're pissed and off ultimately, if the fans stop liking Lady Gaga, well, and I saw some posts which were like because she's whoring out her uh, whoring out her songs to Crest. Right. Uh, then she may lose her fan base or alienate her fan base, and then all of a sudden she can't sell a song to save her life because even Crest knows that Lady Gaga is a joke. Now. Right. So. Oh, did I forget so to mention So ultimately some, the fans do have a... I did forget to mention some other people who are getting screwed by this whole lockout thing. Oh, exactly. uh, sometimes the taxes on tickets in certain cities yeah. go towards uh, paying for public schools, the, pay, yeah, the public schools, and the, and, and, the, uh, and the buses. And the, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. you're not going to get a one with a pay for your own fucking bus. Yes, but I'm just saying, like, they thought it was revenue that they could count on. Hey, Ian, we're doing the ride right now. Pretty good. Can I call you back? Sure. I'm, I'm sorry. Is your telephone conversation more important? Can what now? Yeah, clearly it is. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can bring it home. I'm already I'm good on with my going way. Solo. Are you at the store? Oh, that's, uh... Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Alright, guards are there. No, it's okay. Forget it. Bye. Oh, that's right. oh, okay. You're off the phone now. Right. Maybe we can go back to doing our thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Alright. Uh, it was a very, very... I'm sorry, was I interrupting your telephone conversation? I didn't mean to speed you up. It, it, or, was, a yeah. very, it was a very important phone call. Yeah. yeah, you were a little bit irritating. Because <laughs> I was trying to listen to him and you were like yakking in the back. Uh, but whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I think we'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Uh, any case. But I tell you what. Yes. I tell you what, regardless of, of our little disagreement here. Yeah. Uh, if I was making, I'm going to say $200,000 a year doing it. It wouldn't upset you. It wouldn't upset me at all. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm really sorry, Francois. I'd be smiling at you. Like, I, I'd be apologizing. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, in any case, uh. So, yes, I did see some people. People have been contemplating that. Uh, I saw a couple of posts that said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just watch college football. 
good point. Excellent point. Fuck those guys. Yeah. And let me tell you, you start doing that, and both players and owners are going to come around pretty fucking fast. Yeah. You know, just fuck them. You know what? When that ball, when that ball game starts back up again, whatever it is, football or and there's nobody there to watch it. No, when it starts back up again, when they when they say, you know what, we we've, we've come to a settlement, just nobody fucking watch a game. And I'll tell you right now, you turn the fucking TV off and make it a point. The world might get on the web, pull an Egypt, pull a Tunisia, call, <laughs> get all your Facebook yeah. friends, text and all, all your buddies, all your Twitter friends. Text them all, say... Check in at Foursquare at the anti-NFL NBA rallies. That's right. Four, and let me tell you, they're going to come around mighty fucking fast. Yeah. You know? And uh, as for the TV stations that agreed to pay for games that they're not going to get, you know, those guys are just jackasses. What a stupid yeah. fucking move. Yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't delve too much into that, so I don't know what the But, I mean, if, they're gonna, if somebody it, agreed yeah. to pay without being delivered a service, that would be like... RCA telling Lady Gaga, we want to buy a song, we want to buy a, an album for from you, uh, and and it should have 13 songs on it. Uh, but if for whatever reason you're not happy with a song and don't want to put it on the album, we'll still pay you for it. Right. Yeah. And so Lady Gaga says, you know what, I'm not happy with any of the songs, but I'll take the money. Yes. Yeah. And then goes and actually sells those songs to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so you know, whoever agrees to buy something that's not going to be delivered, uh, you're an idiot. You know, <laughs> and TV stations are largely idiots these days. You know, I mean, they don't, they, they haven't, what the fuck, again, people in my lane. Yeah. <laughs> what nice is today. going on? Um, so, uh... You know, it, I mean, that's that. You know, that to give you an idea how badly they're fucking things up. Uh, you know, people used to watch TV. Right. They don't watch. It. You know, I mean, people are just fleeing. I don't watch TV I, anymore. I checked it. I checked shit out. The on minute Hulu. people find out about other means than television to see what the shit that they want to watch. Yeah. They're fleeing TV. Yes. They can because what does TV do? They tell you when to watch, what to watch. There's no flexibility in it. They cram commercials down your throat. And yeah. So, uh, and I realize I shouldn't tug at this thread. Right. <laughs> yeah. The whole commercial world, the entertainment world will unravel. Sure. Uh, but. Uh, Causing some sort of entertainment <laughs> black hole. <laughs> and then we can fill that black That's hole. That's right. Exactly. With our, with our uh, uh, uninformed drivel. Yeah. So <laughs> not much different from what's out there, <laughs> but but uh, you know, like I, you know, when I want to watch, what have I been watching lately? Doctor Who. You know what I want? You know when I want to watch Doctor Who? Now. When I fucking want to watch Doctor Who? Yeah. That's when. I don't know when it is. It might be in ten minutes. It might be tonight at two a.m. It might be tomorrow at seven in the afternoon. Sure. You know, so I turn, I go to Netflix, and that's where I see it. You know when I want to watch? Uh, when I want to watch. Twilight Zone reruns of Twilight Zone. Do you think I want to watch them when TV Land showing them? No. No, that's inconvenient for me. <laughs> I want to watch them when I want to watch them. Right. That's right. So the minute people find out they can do that, they're running like like rats on a sink off a sinking ship. Yes. From the network TV model. There you go. 
Nice. Set my piece. There we are. Uh, check us out www.daily-ride.com That's where you can find us, baby, except it's www.daily-ride.com And good point. That's what Kevin Smith said. It's good enough for Kevin Smith. <laughs> well, I'm still going with hyphen. But Very good. Yeah. You stick with your hyphen. See, you stand by <sighs> I will stand by my hyphen. That's right. Uh, I think it's important to stand up for the important principles, too. You make a stand on the ones that are really meaningful, that are going to change your world. <laughs> hyphen? Yes. That's, that's a world. That's a game changer. There you go. Game changer. Uh, and uh, don't forget to, to tell a friend uh, if you like what you hear. Um, you can tweet us with your topics or contact us on Facebook. Topic or, tweeting is yeah. going to be all the rage. Yeah, or you can uh, you know leave a message for us on the site, or you can uh, con- contact at daily-ride.com is our email. You can email us stuff. Sure. We love emails. We love being contacted. We love being contacted. Thanks, Honky Be Cool. <laughs> That's because we like to know at least someone other than... Uh, than our family members are listening to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we, we Very know rewarding. We, we, know, we know they must be because we, uh, we don't know that many people. Sure. And uh, we know... We, and we have... We yeah, have a certain amount so. of listeners, so, <laughs> yeah. we some people, so but yeah. thank you. Thanks. And right on. Right on. 